0: Time and time again, I see non-technical people that get massively intimidated by software. They think it's this voodoo magic, but it really just boils down to a few simple things. And if you understand these simple concepts, you don't need to know how the code actually works and you can still be productive. Welcome back to The Trenches with me, Davij. It's a weekly podcast on the macro trends, the operations in my business, cash flow leadership, and the big picture changes happening today in the world of business and startups. The Trenches is sponsored, produced, and distributed by contentmachine.app. What's going on guys? It is Friday, November 27th, 2020. And today we're talking about software for non-technical people. So there's a few things you really need to understand about software. You need to understand that it is essential in today's world. You can't really get things done in an efficient way without the use of software because humans are not able to work 24/7 like software is. So in order to have that competitive advantage and to stay competitive in the marketplace, you need to make sure that you understand what you can and can't do with software. So there's a few things I'm gonna talk about today. The first thing is you need to understand how to build systems in your mind and use flowchart diagrams to convey your ideas. So when I say systems, I mean, how do different pieces of software interact with each other? So for example, if you're using a landing page builder like ClickFunnels, you need to know how the data flows from one system to another. So when someone goes to a landing page or a website and they fill out their form, you need to understand how that data goes to your CRM platform. A CRM platform is how you keep all your customers and potential customers organized under one roof. So that data needs to go from the form fill to your actual CRM. And then that data needs to make sure that it is synced with your email newsletter platform. So, when you are understanding software, you need to understand how systems operate and how they function uh, individually, as well as how they work with the entire system to achieve a result. So, systems, these are things you don't need to understand, you know, all the little nitty gritty details of how things work. You don't need to know how your phone connects to the Wi Fi. You just need to know that you can do connect your phone to the Wi-Fi you don't need to know how your iCloud storage or your Google Drive storage uh, works to store your actual data you just need to know that it works so Google Drive could be a system your phone could be another system so your phone and your drive your your cloud storage communicate with one another and so those are two examples of systems talking to each other There are also systems within a system. So at a very high level, your phone is a system, but it has systems within it, like apps. You download apps, like let's say the Yelp app, where you're looking for restaurants. You are essentially using the platform to achieve a result, which is to find good food nearby and to look at pictures. Another system is, okay, well, I can use the Yelp app and also my Apple Maps to get to that location, and I can use the car to get there. So the systems in this example are your phone, your Yelp app, your Apple Maps, and then your car. So you don't need to know how these things work in detail. You just need to know what they do at a high level. Another point to mention is the flow of data from one system to another. And so you can design systems if you understand what data you need and what data comes out on the other end. One other concept in the world of software is called an API. So I'm going to try to explain the concept of an API and how it's used in the world of software. So imagine a waiter at a restaurant. Their job is to take your order and to tell the kitchen what you want, and then the kitchen will make it. and then. The waiter will deliver it back to you so the kitchen in this example is a very complex set of things that need to happen they need to have the ingredients they need to have the recipe they need to have people that put it all together and make sure it looks presentable and make sure it's uh, exactly what you wanted so the api is basically just the waiter, and you can connect to very complex applications and tell the waiter exactly what you want back from that complex application without having to build the complex application yourself. So you can access these highly complex functionalities by using APIs. So these other companies are, are building things that you can connect to, and it's a lot simpler. It's a billion times simpler than building it out yourself you can just use an API, you can connect to it, and then you can tell the API what you want back. So the, the waiter will go to the chef, they'll tell the chef exactly what it is that you want, the chef will prepare everything how it should be, and deliver it back to you. And that happens instantaneously. This is how you get systems to talk with one another, by using APIs. And it's a great way to bootstrap any uh, robust application because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of APIs that you can access. But an API is very simple. It's a connector between uh, complex applications that other people have built that you can use and uh, w- that you can use without having to build it yourself. And so, so far, we've got systems. You need to understand at a high level what systems are. You need, the, you need to understand the flow of data from one system to another need to understand what apis are and how they facilitate uh, the movement of data from one system to another uh, and a few other things i want to mention are user experience so how do you make a flawless experience how do you make it so that there's no unnecessary steps between the software and what it's supposed to do it needs to make sense to the user and you need to make it easy for them to use you need to minimize the amount of clicks that it takes them to achieve the result that they're trying to achieve. You need to make things really intuitive. Another aspect of understanding software is understanding uh, that things need to be mobile ready and mobile compatible. You are looking at a world that where people are using laptops, they're using desktops, they're using tablets, and they're using mobile phones. So understanding that you know some things are only going to be used on a desktop and some things are only going to be used on mobile. So understanding the relationship between what a user is trying to do and what platform they're most likely to use is also very important. Another thing you need to keep in mind is the speed. You don't need to understand how to make things faster. You just need to understand that it needs to be fast. So there's not much to comment on there. Uh, and then colors and branding. You know, you want to make sure that uh, it's not overwhelming and you need to make sure that things are labeled correctly and it looks pleasing to the eye. You don't want to have a lot of intense colors. You don't want to have a messy room. You want to have things clean, you want to have things minimalist, and you want to have things easily readable. So if you can understand how to, you know, visually connect on a diagram or on a flowchart, I like to use draw.io. Uh, to map out a lot of my my brainstorming sessions, if you can understand how systems work with one another, and understand the data that you need for each system and how it flows from one system to another, and if you understand how to use APIs and how to connect to APIs, or you know you don't need to actually know how to connect to APIs, you just need to know that you can, and you need to know what you can accomplish by using different APIs. So a website that I recommend, if you want to just browse around at all the different APIs, it's called rapidapi.com. You can search through so many different APIs and figure out what features you can pretty much develop within a day or two. You know, in order to understand APIs, you don't need to know how to code. You just need to know what they do and what benefit they provide. The fourth thing was user experience. You need to make sure you know how to create flawless experiences, how to make things minimalist, but still get the job done, how to make things easy to read. And the way you get good at user experience is you literally have to sit quietly and deeply think about each thing and how to design it. So I like using a wireframing application called Balsamic IQ, or I think it's pronounced Balsamic, but instead of The typical spelling, it's IQ at the very end. We love using that to design the specs for our software. The fifth thing is you need to understand that things need to be readily available on all different platforms, or specifically to the platform that your users will be using. Uh, The sixth thing is just the colors, and the seventh thing is the speed. You need to understand that users will not have a good experience with your application if it's not fast. So. All these things combine to really give a non-technical person a decent understanding of how software actually works in today's world. You don't need to know how to code. You do need to understand how it works uh, at a high level. When I say high level, I just mean if you're looking at it from the top view, the bird's eye view, what are you going to see? How is one system going to communicate with another system? and if you understand these concepts then you really are uh, miles ahead of uh, most people because uh, most non-technical people you know they get scared they get frightened by software they think that they need to understand code they think that they have to go to software or they have to take courses you don't need to do any of that you just need to know uh, how systems and data and apis and understanding the result that you're trying to create and the user experience. All right, guys. Well, that's all for today. Thanks for listening in, and I hope to see you next time. Peace. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. And don't forget, End the Trenches is sponsored by ContentMachine.app. I use them to help me get more eyes and ears to my shows. Go work with them, they make it easy for me to do that. ContentMachine.app.